How's it going, everybody, and welcome to episode 170 of Master My Garden Podcast. Now, this week's episode, we're looking at the subject of how to look after your or protect your young plants. And I don't think that has, there's not too many years where it has been as important as it is now. And to put it into a bit of context, last week's episode, we were talking about what to sow in April is the last week has been really, really bad weather-wise again. Uh, it looked like we might get some bit of a, you know, upturn once we get into April, but so far, up until the 14th of April, the weather has been, yeah, nothing short of atrocious, to be honest with you. And, uh, interestingly, I was just having a look there because I mentioned last week about the, you know, the record level of rainfall in March and how that has kind of continued so far. And interestingly, I was just checking on our, you know, Met, Met Aaron. Um, our website met.ie which is the irish you know met service and you check your 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 nearest weather station and ours would be oak park in carlo which is not that far away and i suppose to reiterate what we already knew but in 2023 in march it, this is in oak park in carlo but you can go onto the website and select your, your nearest your nearest weather station and it'll give you kind of more accurate information for your own area but as I said, you kind of know already, this is, it's after being atrocious. Um, March 2023, 103 mil of rain. By comparison to March 2022, which had 58 mil of rain, 21, 37. And the long-term average, which is always kind of the most accurate one to look at, the long-term average rainfall for March is 63 mil. So we've got 103 in March of this year. Really interestingly, up-to-date information to this week we've had 30 mil of rain in april the long-term average for the month for the whole month of april is 55 last year it was 43 for the whole month the year before it was 14 for the whole month the year before that 29 for the whole month so we've started really really wet again and i suppose what that means in terms of looking after young plants is that we're still nowhere near in a position to get them outside and to reinforce, I suppose, what we talk about earlier in the year where everybody's sowing seeds and really patience, particularly in certain areas of Ireland and certainly where I am here, patience is, is definitely an important, you need, you need to have patience. And I went on to this website to check average rainfalls and to see where March fell within that. But a really interesting sort of figure that I saw was um, ground temperatures. And and this really does reinforce the need to be patient, particularly when sowing seeds outside. And so this is basically the average top 10 centimeters of the ground, basically. So the, exactly where you're sowing your seeds in the top, you know, couple of inches of the soil. And it sh- again, it shows the averages and February this year, 6.4, 22, 6.2, 4.7, 4.4, and the long-term average is 3.7. March, the soil temperature in the first 10 centimetres. In 23, it was 7.3 degrees Celsius. Uh, last March, or March 22, 6.1. The long-term average is 5.4. So even you know, basing it on a good year, the long-term average is really low soil temperatures. So 
most of the areas within Ireland, you cannot really sow seeds outside. And then we all talk, and I mentioned it last week, April being the month where you can, towards the end of it, I said, you know, that you can get maybe sowing a bit of seed. But again, when you look at this, and I thought this was really interesting, um, they don't have the average temperature so far because obviously we're, we're only, you know, 14 days into the month on the day that this releases. Um, but last year's average for April was 8.8 .8 degrees Celsius. 8.1 the year before, um, 2020, 10.4. And if you remember back, that was the, you know, the start of or sort of a month into the COVID lockdowns. And we all had a, that really good weather that I suppose kept people saying that they were able to get out and do a bit. But the long-term average ground temperatures for April are 8.1 degrees. And when you look at that, like that's not seed sowing temperatures outside you know, or, or inside for that matter. But when we're talking about getting sowing seeds outside, 8.1 is not, you know, a solid enough temperature for a long period of time. So that's why, and this, this is where it gets, I suppose, it reinforces what we already know. But we can get impatient at times and think that we should be out earlier. But the average or the long-term average for May, so we're only talking about another couple of weeks, but it will make a huge difference. So at the temperature for April, 8.1 as the long-term average, very, very few seeds are going to germinate. You're certainly going to get almost no growth at that. So you can sow your seeds away in April, but you're going to get no benefit. However, if you skip, you know, sort of three weeks, four weeks later into May, your average then goes to 12 degrees, so a full almost four degrees higher. So now that's when you can really, you can really start germinating seed. And that's why I suppose it's crucial not to panic and not to get going too early at this stage of the year. So your long-term average in terms of soil temperature, top, top 10 centimeters of the soil jumps from 8.1 to 12 once you get into May. So that really reinforces what we I suppose what we already know, but patience, as I say, is not always something that we have when we're getting ready to sow seeds. But to sow seeds outside, you are looking at May being the optimum time. Um, you know, a lot of the seed packets will say sow outside March, April, but looking at, you know, for, for Ireland and, you know, everyone's different. There will be little pockets of Ireland where, and you can check this, your, your local, temperature will be a few degrees higher and possibly there's places that can get going in sort of April. But for the most of us, we are looking at this kind of May time to really get going. Um, you know, for things like setting a floral meadow outside, which we'll talk about next week, and uh, setting a floral meadow, you really do need that sort of temperature because a lot of those are going to be annual some, with some perennial in it. So Flower meadow seeds, um, you know, your annu annual flowers that you might sow directly outside. All of those, they're going to need a minimum. Uh, when we talk about vegetables, things like carrots, particularly parsnips need sort of high, high temperatures. So we need to be getting up to that 12, 14 degree soil temperature. And we're just rarely getting that in, in April. So patience is the key. Having said that, as I said at the start, the episode is how to protect your plants in this poor spring and yeah, to reinforce 
how bad it has been um, without uh, making it all sound gloomy yesterday. So at six o'clock here yesterday morning, there was quite heavy snow, really unusual snowflakes, big, big snowflakes, as big as the palm of your hand, uh, really kind of heavy loaded snowflakes. The minute they hit the ground, they just turned to water. But they were falling really heavy and, and uh, there was a lot of moisture and, and uh, rain falling in the form of snow, I suppose. Um, that quickly turned yesterday morning to heavy winds that sort of swept across the whole country um, and driving rain for almost all of the day. Temperatures never got above five degrees, you know, Celsius, um, which is really, really cold. And coupled with that moisture and the wind behind it, it really was sort of a really cold, horrible day. To top it all off then, last night we got a really heavy frost. Um, that was, I'm not sure exactly, but it was a heavy frost. And so for a lot of people, they've been sowing seeds under windowsills, they've been sowing seeds in their conservatories uh, for a long time now. And they have a lot of these plants Number one, if you're if you're doing that inside and you're needing to keep the plants in for a bit longer, as a lot of us have at the moment because the weather's so poor, you can start to get leggy, leggy seedlings. You know, this is vegetables or flowers. You're starting to get leggy seedlings at this stage. Um, daylight temperatures are increasing a lot, but just generally cold, miserable, windy, not ideal for young plants. And remember, these plants are all really, really tender. So I suppose, firstly, the kind of questions the merit of really getting going early. I know if you get a good year and everything falls into place and everything falls right, then having a head start and having a lot of seedlings ready to go is, you know, is beneficial. But sometimes, um, and more often than not, patience when sowing seeds is the key. Um, having said that, a lot of us now have these seedlings and they're going to need protecting because we're still looking ahead to next week. We're looking at kind of rain, not as much, but some. But the good news is that temperatures are coming right up during the day. And we are looking at kind of daytime temperatures of 14, 15 degrees. And that's going to be, I suppose, really beneficial on a couple of fronts. So we have all these seedlings now. We're still not in a position because the ground temperatures are too cold and we're still getting too much rain and too much wind. We're still not in a position to start planting out much stuff. Um, I saw, you know, some pictures of people who have, you know, sowed out different seedlings, say this time last year, and yeah, nowhere near in a position to do that now. So we need to be patient for another few weeks, but we also need to mind our seedlings and we need to start trying to get them, toughening them up and getting them ready for getting outside because very quickly over the next few weeks, we will be able to get them outside, but we don't want them going out in a really tender state. So protecting them, number one, as I said last night, a heavy frost. Make sure you're using your your frost fleece if you have it. If you don't have it, it's worth, it's worth getting some because you've put all this time, energy and effort into getting your seedlings germinated, especially anyone that was germinating in February because we did have that nice warm weather in February. And now we're looking at this cold weather. So protect them from frost. Make sure you don't get them burnt off. Uh, I had a bit of damage last night in the tunnel, not necessarily through the frost because uh, I have like polity in the polytunnel with open sides, vented sides, but I have propagation plastic over a bed, my propagation bed. And 
what actually happened, it wasn't the frost, it was the wind blew through the netting on the side, blew off the propagation plastic for a period of time, I don't know how long, and blew across all my young seedlings. Um, tomato plants look uh, a little bit sorry for themselves today. They're touch brown on the, on the leaves, not not badly damaged to be fair, but a bit of damage. Um, so frost fleece, make sure you're covered in frost fleece. If you have, you know, a lot of people are using little small cold frames there. And if you have tender seedlings in there, you need to do something again, fleece over them in that. Um, I know you can do things like if you know it's going to be quite a frosty night, maybe before the temperatures drop too low, uh, you can actually put things like a water bottle in there. Then this is only for a little small you know, cold frame or pop-up tunnel or you know those type units fill a water bottle put it in there let it release slowly it'll kind of hold in a little bit of heat and it would just prevent that temperature dropping too low on those ceilings um, the other thing as I said next week temperature starting to come up 15 14 15 degrees in the daytime and if we get days like that without heavy rain or even half days without heavy rain or without wind because wind can be, can be every bit as damaging at this stage of the year on young seedlings because if you remember these are in perfect conditions in your polytunnel in your cold frame wherever they are they're in perfect conditions they're getting the right temperature they're not getting blown around they're getting no they're getting gentle watering hopefully from underneath or generally from underneath and so they're in optimum conditions they go outside even if it's not raining, wind can be a massive problem with them, blowing them around, damaging them. But if you get kind of nice days where your temperatures are coming up and you have little to no wind and no heavy showers, get them out for a little while. Let them blow around gently in the wind. That'll strengthen up the, the plants a little bit. Now, you have to be careful. You have to get your timings right and all the rest of it. Or if you're not going to be moving them in and out, open up doors, open up vents. If you're in little pop-up tunnels or, or in cold frames, open up the, those and let the, the day air in across them. Um, that will start and you'll have to do it maybe for a short term at the start and increase it as we go along over the next week or two, keeping an eye on the weather all the time. You don't want to be doing a huge amount of handling on this. Like it's, It will get to be a chore if you have to do too much handling, but just allow them to get hardened off a little bit that will be really important um whenever we can get outside that we're able to get you know get them hardened off a little bit before they go out uh, as i said wind is one of the biggest enemies at this stage of the year um if you're looking ahead to getting some seeds sown into the ground whether that's you know your vegetable seeds think of, thinking of things like parsnip that you're going to direct sow into the ground um, carrots for me i've some sowed in the tunnel already they've you know germinated nicely they're not growing extremely well because it's still quite cold in there but they have germinated so i know that when the temperatures do come they'll grow quite strong and they'll give an early crop there but for outside sowing carrots uh, it would be no harm at this stage if you know where they're going to cover down a piece of of ground with you know so black polythene that will help retain a little bit of heat in the ground it'll also mean that if you're if you're using a soil based or the opposite of an old dig system, a standard system, it'll keep maybe a bit of moisture out of it and let the, the top inch or two be a little bit drier for when you do open up that plastic in a couple of weeks time to sow directly into it. Uh, so that's something worth doing. 
Interestingly enough, when I'm speaking about it again, no dig beds that I've created a few weeks ago, very little gone in there yet in terms of seeds in seeds or plants, uh, not much sowed out there yet, but as soon as the weather is right, I will. Um, but interestingly, in terms of the moisture, and I've spoken about the amount of rainfall that we've had, if the temperatures were correct, I could actually sow into the no-dig beds. They're, they're retaining moisture, but they're draining freely. So there's no sogginess in this at all. It's, it's, it really is worth um, doing this because as soon as the temperatures are high enough, I'm not going to have to wait for the ground to, to dry out or the top few inches to dry out. It's, it's perfectly fine, even today after a heavy day's rain yesterday. So that's another huge advantage of no dig. And I suppose the advantage is I keep seeing them as as we go along and, and move through the different stages of the season. Um, but that's that's something worth doing. So cover down your ground with black plastic. Um, if you're going, if you know where you're going to be sowing certain seeds and that'll get a bit of heat into it, keep a little bit of the, the, the rainfall that we've had off it and just mean that when the temperatures do come up, that you're going to be able to get in there quite quickly and so you're not losing any time at that stage. Um, potatoes, again, no panic from, from me here. The ground temperatures are still way too low. Um, so it's, it's probably looking like, at this stage, it's looking like definitely the end of this month or possibly even into May before they go into the ground. But if that's the case, that's the case. We need 10 degrees for at least a week before we go planting them in. Um, Early potatoes gone into the tunnel. They're starting to peep through now. Saw the first one peeping through yesterday. So again, even though it's quite cold, the, the tunnel is given or the greenhouse, you know, if you have one, it gives you that little bit of an earlier start, even in the worst possible year. So that's, you know, a major advantage of a greenhouse. Annual flowers, a lot of people have them sowed. Um, mentioned it earlier, you know, in relation to likes of a floral meadow. But the annual flowers, there's still loads of time to sow those. Um, you know, the likes of your cosmos and all of that. I still haven't sowed them. I mentioned last week that I had some sowed. I have tiny bit done. Probably was going to do a lot of it this week, but just have stopped sowing essentially this week. Haven't, haven't sowed anything at all. Uh, too cold, completely too cold during the day, even within the, you know, within the tunnel. So, there's no mad benefit. Like I, I could sow them and they're not going to, they'll germinate more than likely, but they're not going to do much. They're just going to sit tight. Next week though, when we're getting to daytime temperatures of 14, 15, I will have a lot of them sowed probably Saturday, sow a lot of them. And then straight away, they're off to a good start, 14, 15 degrees daytime temperature with the propagation plastic over it. I'm probably going to be getting 17, 18 in there. And they will, they, if I sowed three weeks ago, I would have tiny seedlings now that wouldn't be liking the conditions. Whereas next week, they're going to just burst out of the ground. And if I had two batches sown two, three weeks ago and sown this Saturday, in two weeks time, there would be, there would probably be a difference and it would be in favor of the ones that had just got started because they're not going to get any shocks. They're just going to hit the, hit the ground get the moisture and away off they're going to go and they're not going to have any, any hopefully at this stage, not going to have any um, shocks or, or stunts. Whereas, you know, some of the other ones have been sowed, but they've had this horrible, cold, wet weather for the last few weeks. So when then it comes to moving your plants outside, and, and this is going to be another few weeks away, but, and it particularly refers to 
particularly refers to your veg plants because you want to get them in as soon as we possibly can. But wind, rain, and possibly even you know hail for the first few weeks can be a problem for veg plants. So I would recommend using bio netting, enviro mesh, some of those type things. They're really, really fine mesh to can have multi-uses so you can use them later on in the time for protecting your brassicas from um you know the, the cabbage cabbage butter butterfly and you can also use them on carrots for carrot root fly it's a really really fine mesh tough mesh you buy it once it'll last you for years and years and years but starting off getting getting your seedlings out at this time of the year or getting your plug plants out so at this time of the year it's going to give you that bit of protection for the first few weeks if you get really heavy rain, it breaks the rain so that they're not getting battered and blown around. Uh, and that's really worth having. Not so useful in your flower garden. So what I'd be suggesting with your, you know, your, your annual or your perennial, um, plug plants that you have ready to go, just hold those. Keep, keep them, uh, keep looking after them, uh, harden them off a little bit. And when everything has come up temperature wise, then get them out and they will motor on from there. If they get out now and they get, a shock or to get battered around you know you'll, you'll kind of be taking two steps forward and three back so i wouldn't i wouldn't uh rush to get those out but the veg as soon as you can you know you get them into the into the ground um so they're the big things watch out for frost wind harden them off as much as you can um the other thing to watch out for i suppose that the, the, especially if you're if you're inside you know on your windowsills and so on they can start to get leggy because what you'll have inside is you'll have You'll have your temperatures inside that'll be quite high. And then along with that, you're probably going to have only a certain amount of light because you're only getting light from one side, essentially, um, if it's on a windowsill. So you can start to get leggy plants quite quickly. And I know a lot of people already have that. So certain, certain types of flowers you can, you can pinch out. Um, but definitely as soon as you can get them out into full natural light and make sure that you're keeping them protected. So yeah, uh, hopefully by the time next week's episode is out, we'll be looking at, you know, much better weather. But it was interesting to look at that, you know, your average temperatures. And certainly when you look at the long-term average on ground temperature, it's easy to see why we shouldn't panic too much. And that early May is going to be perfectly fine and your temperatures will have come up by the full four degrees five degrees on the average long-term average for the month of april and there's a massive benefit in that because if you're not getting soil temperatures i said it with potatoes and you know you need 10 degrees for 10 days or so before you can get them into the ground but for little small seeds realistically you're kind of looking at 10 12 13 degrees and that's what you need for the majority of them to be getting and and higher with some but that's what you need to be getting you know, sort of good germination and follow on growth from that. So, yeah, um, hopefully, as I said, the next time we, we're, we're chatting next week, the, the weather will have improved, the temperatures will have come up and we'll be in a much better position to get sowing outside. But for now, be sure to look after those young plants. Um, you've put a lot of work into them. You have sowed them, minded them, continue to mind them, try and toughen them up, get them ready for the for the big bad world out there. Um, toughen them up harden them off, and then hopefully in a few weeks' time we'll be able to get them outside. So that's been this week's relatively short episode, but I hope a useful one because I know a lot of people are in this situation uh, at this time, and I suppose that's the aim. The podcast, ideally, 
you know, if you're doing a podcast, I know a lot of people doing certain types of podcasts, batch create content, maybe months in advance. And so that there's no pressure on, on uh, I suppose, releasing and release dates. But the funny thing is, when it comes to a garden podcast, it needs to be really topical. And I suppose what I'm trying to do is be ultra topical when it comes to, you know, gardening. I know it might, might not be relevant, relevant weather-wise to everybody everywhere, but certainly for Ireland, it's very relevant now. And so that's what we try and do is I try and keep it as relevant as possible to what we've had. And that's why I will continue to do, you know, last week's episode was the what to sow in April. And obviously I did that last year, but it does change drastically from year to year and from month to month. So yeah, we'll, we'll continue that way. Um, couple of good, interesting episodes coming up, a couple of good in, in guest interviews coming up. So, uh, lots to look forward to over the next couple of weeks. For anyone that's keeping an eye out for it, the online course is, yeah, 99% done. Waiting on a few final tweaks, a bit of technical stuff in the background. Uh, it's like all of these things. I'm not very technical. Recorded all the modules and sorted out the school host, basically. Uh, didn't realize there was a maximum video side, so some of them have to be cut now. And uh, yeah, there's all of that sort of stuff, which which is uh, always interesting for the first time. But yeah, it's uh, almost there. And as soon as it is, you guys will be the first to know. And uh, yeah, that's been this week's episode. Thanks for listening. And until the next time, happy gardening. Mm-hmm.